of a sugya with no great place to stop. So we'll just quickly rehash where we're up to. We were coming off of the mission at the end of Kuf Tezayin Amad Beis, where we said that you can save uh, the tick, right, like the bag that comes with the safer, even though there's money in the bag, okay? So Agab the safer, right? We said that if something is burning, if a house is burning, you're allowed to, one of the things you're allowed to save are Sifrei Kodesh, okay? So we said even if there's money in the bag, Along with the safer, you can take it out. And then we launched into the sugya discussing uh, shechting the, uh, the carbon Pesach on, on Shabbos, that's on Yudalid, right? That's Erev Pesach, that's a Shabbos. And we had a machlikis about hafshata. How much are you allowed to skin the animal? Is it just enough to remove the, imara, the murim, what needed to be brought as a carbon on Erev Pesach? Or are you allowed to skin the whole animal and... Um, there was a machlekes between Rishmol, Benesh, and Berich, and Benbreka, and the Rabbanon, to which the Gemara tried to use our Mishnah to respond for the Rabbanon. And then the Gemara said, well, we have a problem, because hafshata is a malacha da'araisa, right? To skin an animal is a And our Mishnah is talking about tiltal. So Ella, we said that really the machlekes between Rishmol, Benesh, Berich, and Benbreka, and the Rabbanon was in two things. Number one, are you allowed to do hafshata? Are you allowed to skin the animal past what you need for the karbanas on Shabbos? And number two, are you allowed to carry the skin agav, the busser that's on it? Okay, do we consider it, um, are you allowed to carry the skin? So we said that for the second machlekes, in regards to tiltal, that's like our Mishnah, and that's where the Rabbanon are coming to bring a riot from our Mishnah, that just like in our Mishnah, you can carry the tick, the, the bag, together with the money to save the safer, so too you can carry the R, the skin that was skinned from the animal. To which the Gemara starts, Kof Yudzayin Amad Aleph today, Mi Dami. How could you compare those two cases? Hasam Nase Basel Sadavar Hamutar. In our Mishnah, when we're allowing you to carry the tick with the money, it has, you're carrying the tick with a Dover Hamutter, with a Safer. By the carbon Pesach, when you're going to carry the skin, it's Agav the Basar, the meat. The meat, you're not going to eat until Matzei Shabbos. It's not right for you today. And therefore, it is Aser in Tiltal. It's Aser for you uh, for meat that you're not allowed to eat today, that can only be eaten tomorrow, it's us to carry on Shabbos at all. So how could you compare this to our Mishnah? So Ella, the Gemara tries to answer, this is what the Rabbanon will bring you a riot from our Mishnah. Even though it has money, we're saying, no, don't bring me a riot that you can carry the bag, Agav the Sefer, because the Sefer is allowed to be taken on Shabbos. But Agav, the money in the bag, the money that's in the bag is Aser, just like the meat that's attached to the skin. And since we said in our Mishnah that you're allowed to take the bag with the money, even though it has money, which is Aser, so too, by the case of carbon Pesach, you are allowed to carry the skin, Agav, the Basar, even though the Basar is Aser. Okay? If the Basar is Aser, why isn't the R Aser? Why isn't the... Why isn't why don't you have the same problem with carrying tilt on the R that you do have the buzzer? You do, right? The R can have a tzarech. The R can have a tzarech. 
Or could have a third opinion. Yeah. Right, but isn't there an opinion of Mubuidi So this skin was usher when it entered Shabbat because it, it didn't have any use. So there is a concept of migu deskatsai. You want to know why here? I mean, it's not noilad. It existed. I mean, when we discuss noilad, right, it has to have changed in a form. Here it didn't change. It was always skin. It was skin before Shabbos too. So midami. So the Gemara says, still, I don't like it. Why? Hasam in our Mishnah, na'aseh basu sedavar aser uledavar amotar. It's still not exactly the same case because in our Mishnah, what do you have in the bag? You have a saver and you have money. So that's safer is a davar hamotor, money is a davar aser. So we're saying you're allowed to carry the bag, agav, something that's what's consoled, considered a basos a davar aser, ul davar hamotor. So I have both. Hacha kula nasa basos a davar aser. Over here, in our Mishnah, I'm sorry, in the case of carbon pesach, I only have something that's aser. I don't have anything that's motor. There's nothing that I'm carrying with the R that is motor. It's just a basar. Ella. Fine. So at this point, what we're saying is, the Rabbana are not going to bring a Raya, can't bring a Raya from our Mishnah at all. To either case, right? We certainly threw out the Hafshata case, because that's a case of Del Raisa. Now we're saying, we can't even learn to a, a total case, because our Mishnah is different. Our Mishnah is a Basas Dabar Asr Ula Dabar Hamotar. So the Gemara says, El it may be in Tik Shiish if let's say a Sefer Torah is burning and it does not have a cover, we, we say is that you're allowed to go run and get a bag, even though that bag has money, you're allowed to go run and get that bag to put the Sefer Torah in to save it. So, so the Rabbanon said, So again, now that the tick is a bustus to the money in the bag, all there is in the bag is money, bustus to the Asr. Right? Shouldn't we allow you to take the R Agav the Basar? Now it's exactly the same case. Tik is Davar Mutter, R Davar Mutter, Basar Davar Asar, Money Davar Asar. And what we're saying is that we allow you to go run and get the bag with the money. We allow you to get the bag with the money um, and save the Sefer Torah. So the Gemara says, one second. Who says? that you're allowed to go run and get a bag that has money in it to save a safer Torah. Maybe you'll tell me from the case of our Mishnah where it had money, we didn't require you to throw it out. So LMI, we see that in order to save a safer Torah, you can carry a bag with money, right? That's the case of our Mishnah. But me dummy, maybe that's not true. So we're asking, we're saying that the Rabbanon, not from our Mishnah, are coming off another case, that, uh, that you're allowed to carry the, the bag with just money in it, Dabar Asr, in order to save a Sefer Torah. Mechitei, see, from our Mishnah, because you're allowed to carry from our Mishnah with money? Boy, but that's, that's different. Hasam adahachi vahachi nafla deleka. Hacha, that over there in our Mishnah, in our Mishnah, what we're saying is, imagine this, the house is on fire, they have a Sefer Torah in a bag, what's in the bag is money and the Sefer Torah with the bag, now, I want to save it, so I grab the entire bag and I run out of the house with it. Now, what we're saying you're allowed to do. Fine, but that's because the money's already in the bag and I'm trying to save the safer tire that's also already in the bag. But, if I'm going to get a bag, so I'm running to, you know, to a different room, I'm running next door. So I run next door, I go get a bag with money to save a safer tire. I don't understand. I have time 
to throw the money out while I'm running to save the Sefer Torah. You should be able, you should throw the money out. So what we're saying is, yeah, I understand when the, we have a raging fire that's encroaching on this bag with money in the Sefer Torah. That's when you're allowed to carry it out with the money because the Sefer's already in the bag. But if you're running to get the bag to save the Sefer Torah, when you're running now to go save the Sefer Torah, you should empty out the bag of money. And therefore, we have no mikar, no, no raya, that, um, that one is allowed, in order to save a Sefer Torah, one is allowed to take a bag with money in it, okay? If he's not in the act of saving. Ella, so Ella, we have to, we're going to go back on all of it. Go all the way back to what we said originally. We're going to go back to the original. We're going to go back originally. And we're going to say that the Rabbanon are going to try to bring a raya. Okay. For, for the fact that they say you're allowed to do hafshata, the full skinning of the animal, which we said, right? We said it was a mochadar raya. We're going to have a raya for our Mishnah. How? With the kashalach. And what was the kasha? You can't bring a raya from our Mishnah because our Mishnah is total. And the case of Afshata is skinning. That's the Raisa. Not true. That he doesn't actually need the skin. Right? What's happening over here? He wants to skin the animal to make the animal look nice for Shabbos. Uh, for Yantef, right? Or, I'm sorry, because it's part of a Kavim Pesach. He wants to make, he wants to get the animal skins to eat the meat. What's the Isser Dar Raisa? The issue of the rice of skinning an animal is to get the hides, right? So what would this be? This would be what's called the malachah shein ein tzrichel legufa. You're skinning the animal. You don't need the hides. That's now malachah shein tzrichel legufa. Just like removing the mace, right? I don't need the hides. I just need them away from here. When you're, getting, when you're doing a malachah to get something away, that is not called tzrichel legufa. Okay? So Alamai, what do we see? We see that it's malachah shein tzrichel legufa. And what is the halacha malacha shein tzrichel legufa according to Rav Shimon? Pater, pater aval aser. Pater aval aser means it's a derabbana. So now I've now taken my hafshata that we thought was the right side. I turned it into derabbana, just like tiltal in our mishnah. Okay, and now I have a raya from our mishnah. Makes sense. Our mishnah, which says that you are allowed to do an iser derabbana. Agav, something that's mutter. So too, right? So too, here, you're allowed to, what we're saying is that the Rabbanon hold that you're allowed to, just like you're allowed to do an Issa Rabbanon in the spirit of, of I'm not going to call it a mitzvah, but in the spirit of, like in our Mishnah, saving the Sefer. So too, it's similar here to where you're doing something for the covered of the Karban. The Rabbanon hold, therefore, you're allowed to do the Hafshata. So now, but there's a problem over here. Wait, you're trying to say and Rav Shimon holds Potter. That's only true if it's not for sure going to happen. But if it's a sick ratio, we've had this we've had this before. Then Rav Shimon's going to agree that a malacha ratio goes back to a daraisa, and we're back to our kasha. So Mara says, to answer that, the mishkol lay bevarzi that you took off. According to Rabbanu, what we're talking about is that you skinned it in pieces. Okay, that you ruined the hide. So normally, think about it this way. When you do shata, if the purpose of skinning an animal is for the hide, you pull off the hide in large pieces, and now I can use it, you know, make myself a nice bomber jacket, right? 
So I pulled off the hide on large pieces. But if you pull it off in little pieces, the pieces aren't usable. And now what we're saying is, it's not called hafshata. That we're able to reduce it from a daraisa to rabbanon. Okay. Um, it's not, a, Rashi says, Bechatichas Dara said he pulled it off with little thin pieces. That's not the way to skin an animal. And what does he say? And therefore, it's hafshata shaloi kedarka. Right? It is skidding not in the normal way. And um, therefore, it's now only a shvos. If it's a shvos, it's only the Rabbanon. Then the, then the Rabbanon who hold, you're allowed to do this sort of hafshata. How does one poke? Do we have like a poking feature on Zoom? There might be. I don't know. You want to poke me? Yeah, I wanted to poke you. Okay. So... So according to Rabbanan, that we're saying you do the hafshata in a way that's, that's a, a Durabanan. And therefore you can bring a raya from our Mishnah, which is also a case of Durabanan. Okay, we're moving on now. So, we... David, is, is, it, is it the pshat that he does it in like a not normal way, like sort of like using your left hand as opposed to your right hand? Or is it the pshat that he's literally doing it in a way where it would be counterproductive for what a person would do with skinning? In other words... Like you said, if you skin it in small pieces, you're destroying the whole skinning process. So does it have to be that he's just doing it with his left hand or that he's literally doing it in a way that would ruin it? He, he's doing it... Uh, I, I think number two, but I could say yes. It sounds... Rashi seems to be saying, that it's a din like, like that it's a din in the shinoi of the malacha. That's what I would be in the diet from Rashi. Right, but if you're destroying, then it's also, that's even a different level. That's kilkel. Kilkel could be mutter. Right? As a man of the book, more than one way to skin this <laughs> Okay, fine. So anyways, Vaitar in the Mishnah, we said, now you're taking your bag out with the Sefer Torah, right? That has money in it. We're saying you can take it out to, you take it out. Now, I just want to be clear here because we're going to have to contrast this with the Mishnah in a, in a few minutes here, but we said that there are three things you're allowed to save when there's a fire. There's Sifrei Kaidesh, there's food, and there's clothing. Okay? We're now all discussing Sifrei Kaidesh. There's one fundamental difference between Sifrei Kaidesh and food. That when it comes to food, what we're saying is you're limited in what you can save. You don't get mad from Sifrei Kaidesh. <laughs> What we're saying is that when it comes to food, you're limited in what you can save, even when you're taking it from your house to your chatzar with an Erev. So even though normally, if there was no fire, I can carry whatever I want from the house to the chatzar, when there's a fire, and we're going to discuss, this is a concept called Adam Bahal Amamayna, that we're afraid that if we let you take everything out, right, if you think that there's hope, hope is the most dangerous thing. You think that there's hope, then you're, gonna, you're going to uh, put out your fire. That's the concern. But once I know it's all lost and all I'm allowed is three sudas anyways, right? So then it limits what the damage is. You're not going to put the fire out because you're only allowed to save three, three sudas. It's very simple. So You're like the anti-Martin Luther King. You're like, hope is the most dangerous thing. Like, yep. Thank you for... Anyhow, okay. So... When it comes to Sifrei Kodesh, though, when we talked about saving, we're talking about 
saving in to a chatzar that there is no Erev. So it's a place you wouldn't normally be allowed to carry. Sifra Kodesh, you're allowed to carry. When it comes to food, it's even to a place you're normally allowed to carry. Okay? With that, let's go into the sugi over here. So we said, where can you save it? Echamat Silam, I say. So we have a machaikas in the Mishnah that says, the Tanakama says, a mavoi that is not open. We'll have to see what that means. Okay? Even to a mavoi that is open. Okay? Now, just to give a basic over here, normally what we say is that if a mavoi is mafulish, we're going to play around with these uh, um, translations here. So, don't want you to get too locked in to the what mafulish is or what mafulish isn't, because we're going to change that. But the point is that when you're making an Erev, normally we would say that you can make an Erev on a mavoi. And a Mavi Mufulosh would be more like a Rishas Harabim. Okay, and we've had that before. So now, Hechi Dami Mufulosh, Hechi Dami Shein Mufulosh. What is Mufulosh and what is Ein Mufulosh? Amarav Chista, like this. Shalosh Mechitzais Vishnei Lechayayin. If there are two Mechitzais, three Mechitzais and two Lechis, Zehu Mavi Shein Mufulosh. That is a Mavi that isn't open. So imagine this, you're, it has all three sides blocked. Right? So it's like a U-shape. And then on the only opening, you have two lechis. So now it's like a, another door there. And that is where the Tanakama holds you're allowed to save into, even though there's no air. Okay? But, and what is she'enim mefolosh? Gil mechitzas v'lechi echad. It's the exact same U-shape. Okay? But just with one lechi. Ze'o ma'vi'am mefolosh. V'tarvayu alim with Rebbe Yezer. And they're both going in the shittas of Rebbe Yezer who holds the Tanan. How does one create a mavoi that you're allowed to carry in? Beishamai says lechi v'kaira. Beishol oimim oy lechi oy kaira. Either one. Rabbi Leizer oimir shtele chayayim. That the only way to close off a mavoi to make an erev is to have two lechis. So what we're now saying here is that the rabbanon will only allow you to carry the sefer into a mavoi that is like one that can have an Erev, okay, but you just don't have an Erev. So you're just missing the Erev, but it has all the necessary components of the Erev. It has, the, it has three Mechitzas and two Lachis. Ben Becerra holds that we're more Mekel, that no, we'll even allow you to take into Edom of Holish, according to Rebbe holds, that in order to have a closed off area, you need both Lachis, right? He'll say that no, that will even allow you to take a safer into a mavoi mefolosh that only has one lechi. And that's the heter of, of, of Ben Becerra. Got that? I'm assuming, it was ob- I'm assuming it was obvious to them which one was which. So it's for us today that we're not as familiar with it, wouldn't know this is like that. Like that. I'm assuming to them it was like a side street versus a main street. Yeah, it's a courtyard. A courtyard that's closed on three sides and only has one opening. A natural courtyard. I mean, you think, imagine in, in Israel, it's still, I mean, it's still, it's still usual line. They're all like this. The buildings into a courtyard, one entrance into the courtyard. So what we're saying is that when can you carry? No, you're allowed to, you're allowed to take it out from the house into a chutzr that doesn't have an Arab only if it is good enough to have had an Arab. Meaning, according to Abeliezer, that it has two lechis, according to the Tanakhama. Whereas Ben Becerra argues and says, no, no, even if it's one step down, even if there's only one lechi, where you wouldn't be able to make an Erev according to Rebbe Yezer, 
still will allow you to take your Sifrei Kodesh into there. Amar le Rabba. Amar le Rabba. You make it very easy to ignore you because I know you're never coming to comment on the Gemara. So, like Bookman, I, ha- Bookman, I have to hear him out. Anyway, Amar le Rabba. Rabba says no. Give him a chitzes v'lechiach and mafolish chorus. Mafolish means the, the natural translation of mafolish means open. You want to tell me that if it has three real walls and two lechis, that that's going to be considered uh, mafolish? Sorry, if it has three real, real walls and one lechi, you're going to call that mafolish? That's not mafolish. It has three real walls. It's all it's 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 completely closed off. The lechi serves to close it off, and now it's a closed off courtyard. How could you call that mafolish? Void. Now, another kasha number two. Le Rabbanon, according to the Rabbanon, this is a bona fide chatzar that has an Erev, essentially. If it has two lechis, it's a closed off chatzar. So, according to Rabbanon, what's the chiddish that you can save kisvei kodesh in there? I can even save food. Food which doesn't require, food which we limited. Um, we limited only to a chatzar that has an Erev. So I guess I misspoke before. Only We limited only to a chatzar that has an Erev. Okay? You can only save... You, you, so you can save... According to Rabbanan, they said it's three mechitzas and two lechis. That is a chatzar mu'reves. That is a chatzar that has an Erev. In which case, you can even save food into there. So then what's the chiddish in the Rabbanan that I can save a kisvei kodesh in there? We know kisvei kodesh gives you one more kula. There's one more place you can save it that you wouldn't be able to save food. So El Amar Rabbah, he comes up with a different definition of what is mefolosh and ain't mefolosh. Shtei mechitzas v'shnei lochayim zehu mavi she'ein mefolosh. That if I have two mechitzas and two lechis, two mechitzas, two lechis, one on each side, so that is like an alleyway. Imagine an alleyway and, you know, so that's two walls and then I have a mechitza on one side, I have a lechi on one side and a lechi on the other side, Right? So I have walls east and west, and then I have one lechi on my north side, one lechi on my south side. So that is zeh umavi she'ena mefolosh shtei mechitzais v'lechi echad zeh umavi ham mefolosh. And what are we going to call mavi mefolosh? That's I have walls on my east and west side, and only one lechi on either my north or my south side. V'tarvai olim Rabbi Yehuda. They're both going in shitas Rabbi Yehuda. Ditanya. What is Rabbi Yehuda shita? We had this before, all the way back. Ah, uh, in the first parak, yes, sir. Okay, now remember, Yehuda, Mishi Yeshle Shnei Batim. If you have two houses, Bishnei Tzidei Rishus Harabim, right? If you have two houses on two sides of Rishus Harabim, Oisa Lechi Mikan VeLechi Mikan, you can make a Lechi on either side, okay? Oikarim Mikan, Oikarim Mikan, or a crossbeam, right? Going across the top, and you essentially connect those two houses. Venoisa Venoisin BeEmsa. Amrulai, to which the Chachamim responds to Rabbi Yehuda, Ein ma'arvin Roshus HaRabim Bekach. They know this is not the proper way to make an Erev. Okay, but what do we see? We see that you can't have, so again, what we said is, there's Ein Mephulosh, Mephulosh. Ein Mephulosh means that I have two, right, a, an alleyway, and then I have a Lechi on one side and a Lechi on the other side. That's Ein Mephulosh. So we're going to consider that the Rabbana hold that that's closed off. And it's Shittas Rabbi Yehuda. And what does Ben Becerra hold? No, I just have one Lechi. So, but now the Gemara is going to ask, I have the same kasha over here. You said we're going in Jesus Rabbi Yehuda that holds that having a lechi on either side 
is perfectly good. It's, it's a perfectly good air. Now we're back to our original, we're back to our same kasha. We don't have the first kasha. It's still called mafulish because it's open. But our second kasha still stands, which is, According to Rabbanon, in Jesus Rabbi Yehuda, that once I have my two walls and my two lechis, it's now a chatzar hamil reves. That's Rabbi Yehuda Shita. So again, if it's a chatzar hamil reves, I should be able to carry food there. What is the heter here by Sifrei Kedusha? Nothing special about Sifrei Kedusha. So Elam Ravashi, a third shot of what, is it, what does this mean? Shalosh mechitzas velechi echad. Three mechitzas and one lechi. Zeh mavi she'enim afolosh. That is mavi she'enim afolosh. Gilom mechitzas below lechi. Zeh mavi afolosh. Okay, and what we're saying is, a feel Rabbi Lezer, damer ba'inu lechayayim, that according to Rabbi Lezer, so now we have our three categories. To make a full, according to Rabbi Lezer, to have a full chatzam reves, it has to have two lechis. The Rabbanu old, if it has one lechi, so two lechis, three mechitzas and two lechis, I could say food into there. If it's three mechitzas and one lechi, according to the Rabbanon, will allow you to save us a, a, a sifrei kodesh. And Ben Becerra holds, even if it's just three, three mechitzas and no lechis, so that is the difference between the Rabbanon and Ben Becerra. Both of them are taking it down a notch from Eichlin, because Eichlin, you need, in Shittus Rabbi Lezer, three mechitzas and two lechis. Okay, according to the Rabbanon, to which Ben Becerra argues and says you don't even need any lachis. Good? Zak the Mishnah. Matzilin, mazon. So now we're going to move on to our next category of food. Matzilin, mazon, gimel sudas, haroi la'adam la'adam. So if it's food for a person, people need food, then you can save human food. Haroi la'behema. If there are animals that you need to save food for, then la'behema, you can save animal food. Keita. What is this case? Nafal deleika, belele, Shabbos. What does this mean? If... <clears throat> a fire fell out on Friday night. Then Matzilan Mazan Gimel Sudas. You can save for all three Sudas. Bishachris. If you already ate your Friday night Suda, now it's the morning. Then Matzilan Mazan Bey Sudas. You can save two Sudas. My Shabbos morning Suda and my Shabbos Shudas. Bemenecha. If the fire fell out on Menecha, you already ate your Shabbos lunch. Okay. Then Mazan Suda Achas. You can only save for Shabbos Shudas. Rabbi Yesi holds no. That because this whole thing is, is, is really, it's, it's not really based on Allah, it's based on uh, Adam Bahol concept, like we'll see in a second. He says you could always save three, even if, it, if you don't need them for Shabbos, the amount they said, we don't want you to think too much, right? We're saying, oh boy, fire, I can save three sudas, done, finished, no Bahol issues. Now, like we explained here, we're talking about taking food into a chatzar that's mi'urevet. So he says, I don't understand. What is the problem over here? Give me one second over here. Okay. I'm going into a chatzar that has, a, uh, uh, that, that has an Arab, nitzel tfei. Why shouldn't I be able to save more? Why am I limited to three sudas? A person gets, uh, you know, tarot, he's bahal, confused. When it comes to money, it clouds his judgment. If we allow him to take as much as he wants, he'll say, oh, I can save it anyways. Let me just, pour, let me just take out, let me just uh, put out the fire. Okay, really? 
that let's say a person had a barrel, it was on the roof, and it was on the roof, so it wasn't in the middle of his kitchen, that's the point here, and it got a hole, that a person can, t- can take a kli and put it under it to catch the wine dripping. You can only bring one kli. You may not bring a second kli. Or kli acher v'yitzaref. Or he can't bring a second kli and gather it. Yikli means like to catch the drips. Yitzaref means you put it next to it and it kind of like, uh, you know, flows into it. One is like under, one is next to it. But either way, you're, what we're saying is you can only save the wine dripping out of the barrel with one kli and not two. We don't have a problem of, of putting out a fire there, so why can't I bring more than one kli? So the Gemara says, Also there you have another reason. Now we're concerned that if we allow you to bring Caleb to save this, when you run out of Caleb in your house, you're going to go to another house and bring it through Rosh Hashanah. Therefore we also have a problem. Gufa, now we're going to discuss this case a little bit. If you had a barrel of wine and it broke, Maybe you can bring a kli and put it under it. You, may own, you cannot bring a second kli to catch or to grab, right? To gather the spilled wine. However, we have a heter over here. Let's say you invite guests. So I invite guests, hey, why don't you come over for Kiddush? Then maybe when the guests come, I can go get another keli, get some more wine from my dripping barrel and put it down in front of them. V'koylet kliacher, I can go get another keli, umitzarev. V'lo yikleit, however, what one should not do is, we said that you're allowed to fill up one pitcher, so I fill up one pitcher, and then I realize, oh boy, I need another pitcher. Go get another pitcher, and then I'm gonna invite some guests to come and have from the second pitcher. That you can't do. V'lo yikleit v'acher chiyazmin. You can't bring a second pitcher, gather the dripping wine, and then invite archin. Elo yazmin v'acher kach yikleit. So that's number one. We have a heter here that if you bring archim, but we have two conditions to our, our, our heter. So what we're saying is dripping wine, you're allowed to save one pitcher. If you invite guests, that's the heter, you can go save another pitcher and serve it to them. However, there's two exceptions. You can't cheat the system in one of two ways. You can't, what you may not do is bring another pitcher, okay, get the wine and then invite people. And number two, what you can't do is you can't, you can't cheat, meaning... I can't invite somebody I know who isn't going to eat or drink just to have them come to put a pitcher in front of them so that I could have the leftovers. Okay? Mishum Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yehuda Amar, however, Rabbi Yesi, that's a machlekes. Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yehuda says Marimin, you are able to cheat. Now we're going to discuss this concept of Marimin cheating the system. Lema, you see, it's built in. We always try to go around, right? It's built in. So now, Lema, the Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yeshua, Kamethlegi, Let's say that this machlaikis between Tanakam and Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yehuda, about, about whether you're allowed to cheat, is the machlaikis in your Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yeshua. Titania, we learn in a b'raisa, if let's say there's an iser, if you have a mother and a child, you are not allowed to shech an animal, both animals on the same day. So let's say a mother and a child fell into a bar. I can only eat one of them. Right? Because we have an Isra of Isis Benoit. I could check the mother, I could check the child, but I can't check both. So now they both fell into a bar, Anyantif, and I want a steak. Rabbi Leazar, I remember Malas Harishan, Almanasa Shaykhtai, bring up one of them, that you give him food in the bar, the, the, the second animal, you just feed it there and you let it live in the bar until after Yantif, and after Yantif, you come and you take it out of the bar. 
said it doesn't die. Rabbi Yeshua says, however, Rabbi Yeshua has a novel approach to how you can solve this problem. I bring up the first one, then I can say, you know what, I'm going to eat some steak. I want veal. Okay, so I bring up the baby. Then, then I change my mind. I say, you know what, eh, I don't want, I don't want veal, I want steak. I bring up the second one, and I say, you know what, that's the one I want to eat. Now, even though we know you can't eat both of them, what we're saying is you can cheat the system to bring up each one of them on their own. You can then shaft either one that you would like. So we're saying that here's a machaikis between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua about whether you're allowed to cheat the system or not. And that is, maybe that is like the machaikis in regards to our wine over here, whether you're allowed to invite somebody to come who you know very well is not going to drink in order that you should bring a second kli to catch your dripping wine. So the Mara says, no, that by the case of Isis, holds, you are not allowed to cheat the system. Maybe really, Rebbe holds, you can cheat. Except by Isis, you know why you can't? Because you can feed the animal in the bar. The second animal you're leaving in the bar, it's not a question of saving it. You can just feed it there and it'll be fine. So you're not losing anything. But in our case, where if you don't bring a second clee, your wine will be gone forever. Maybe he will agree that you are allowed to cheat the system. Maybe Rabbi Shua only says over there that you're allowed to cheat the system. Because by leaving the animal in the bar, it's tzar b'lechayim. But in our case, nobody gets hurt. You lose some wine. Big deal. So therefore, even Rabbi Yeshua, who allowed harama by the animal, won't allow you to cheat the system here. Look. Fine. The Gemara doesn't get into the Gemara doesn't get into the expense equation. One is much more expensive than the other. No, money money doesn't uh, money's not going to again if we see here that the whole issue is bahal, right? We're trying to prevent you we're trying to get you get you away from the money. Because if you think about the money and we allow you to do it to save money, that's where you might come to do a Daraisa. Tana Rabbanon, we have a, okay, now we're just going to discuss this regards to Hatzalah's Pas. Tana Rabbanon, Hitzel Pas Nakiyah. If let's say you go to save a bread and you took out white bread, good bread, you can't try, again, try to cheat the system and say, you know what, I really, I was in the mood for bran, bran bread, whole wheat bread. Ain Matzel Pas Hadra. You can't save the bad bread. But Pas Hadra, let's say you took out three pseudos worth of bad bread, then, you could say, you know what, I really want better bread, so I can go get another three. You can take out, okay, enough on Yom Kippur. Let's say Yom Kippur fell out on a Friday, you can take out enough for Shabbos. However, you can't take out from Shabbos to Yom Kippur because I don't need to eat on Yom Kippur. So if the fire fell out on Shabbos, I can't take out for Yom Kippur that's on a Sunday because I don't really need to eat on Sunday. I don't need to eat until Sunday night. Sunday night, you'll go buy new food. Of course, if, if fire falls out on Shabbos or Yantif, you can save from one to the other. And of course, you cannot save from one Shabbos to the next Shabbos because, again, I can go out and buy new stuff during the week. Because the last That was only a specific Mishim Kinuach. I'm sorry, Knive Yarek, specifically because it is. It, it, it's right. a din of Inui on Yom Kippur. Right, so here, that you don't have any, that you, that you don't have, what's Yom Kippur, you don't need to worry about food at all? 
There we were only allowing because it's painful on Yom Kippur itself. That's why we allowed to prepare. Okay, now a separate din over here. Let's say you put bread in the oven and it, 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 Shabbos came. You forgot to take it out. So what do you do? You can take out three sudais from the oven. And you can tell others, again, here you're also in a situation where you're going to lose the food. Right? Because what's going to happen if you leave it in the fire? It's going to get burned. So you're going to lose the food. So you tell other people, Go save for yourselves. By the way, when you're taking down the pas, don't take it down with a professional um, a bread remover from the oven. Use a knife. Okay, any really? You have to use a knife. So it's not a malacha. So what's wrong with using the professional, um, you know, bread remover from the oven? So the more answer is Okay, that as much as you are able to make a shinoi, one should make a shinoi. One more, more quickly over here. Person should get up early on Friday and he should uh, go shopping early. Why? That as soon as Friday morning came around, they went to go get the man. And we had, this is a repeat of a sugi we had in Brachas. That on Shabbos a person should make hamotzi on two loaves of bread. It says, I saw that Itaka brought two to the table, but when he made hamotzi, he only cut one and ate from one. Amar, why? Because he said, lick two, collect two, but when you make hamotzi, make it on one. Rav Zera, have a butza akula shirusa, like we had before that he would cut off one huge piece for the whole Suda. So, it looks like you're a glutton, you're cutting off a huge piece of bread. So, that since every day normally for a Suda, he cuts himself a normal size piece. When he d- cuts a large piece for Shabbos Suda, it's showing that he, it's special for Shabbos. That when they were able to get their hands on Erev bread, they would make sure to make a hamotzi on it, okay, since they had one mitzvah, they would use that for Shabbos, okay, because it was already mitzvah bread, and they felt it was better to use mitzvah bread and to make a bracha on a mitzvah bread that already had a mitzvah done with it. Yeah. Okay, and just to summarize over here, just sent it out. That we said, we start off saying that the machlekes between Rabbi Shmuel and the Chachamim by Hafshatas R was really Midrabanon, and the Chachamim were able to bring a raya from our mission. That's how we started. We finished off the last again. Then we said, Matzilin, where could you save it to? The Tanakhama said, Mavishayinamafolish, said, Afilulimafolish. And we had basically a three way machlekes of understanding what Enamafolish and what Mafolish is. Rav Chista said, like Rabbi Yezer, that, that in order to have a normal Chatzamu Revis, you need two lachis. So he said, Enamafolish means three mechitzas, two lachis. Mafolish means three mechitzas and a lachi, to which, um, to which Rabbi. 
ask, number one, that's not mafolish, right? How can you call that mafolish? And number two, that what about afilu oichlin? You could save, according to Rabbi Lazar, according to Rabbanan, you could save even regular food into there because you have three mechitzas and two lechis. That's a real rishasayachid, right? That's a real chatzimurevis, sorry. Rabbis wanted to learn it that it's two mechitzas, two lechis, and it's like Rabbi Yehuda that holds that when you have two mechitzas and two lechis, that is considered a, like a chatzimurevis. You can carry from one to the other. Okay, and Ben Maseru who held uh, even Mafulash is only two mechitzas and one lachi. But we still asked that according to Rabbanon, again, we had our same problem, Matzil and Eichlin, because I could still save food into it, because according to Rabbi Yehuda, when I have my two mechitzas and two lachis, that's like a real uh, mu'reves. So I can save food into there. So what's the Chiddush by Kisvei Kaidish? Ravashi uh, l- learned it. They said, no, it's taka like Rabbi Yezer, that normally you need two lechis. And over here, here's what's going on. In order to make a mechitza, it's three, it's three, uh, in order to make a chatzar, to carry beheter normally, it's three mechitzas and two lechis. And what the Rabbanon are saying is even only as one lechi, you can carry a, a safer kodesh into there. You can save, you can matzil in a safer kodesh. And with Maseiro, who's more mako holds, even if there's no lechi, just three mechitzas you can carry into there. And then we said that you can be matzil three sudas, three sudas that a fire fell into it. We said it depends when on Shabbos. Tanakama holds that at night you can save three. During, you know, one in the morning once you're ready to eat your night, so the two. And then after your Shabbos lunch, you can only save one. Rabbi Yaisi held that you could always save three. Rabbi said that even though, okay, even though you're allowed to save uh, into a Chatzar Mu'reves, like we said, you are not allowed to save more than three sudas. Why? Because Adam Bahal Amamayne, we're afraid if we let you carry more, you'll come to put out the fire. We compare that to a case of Nishbura Chavish Beresh Gagoy, that if your barrel broke, that you could only bring one kli to save the wine. You may not bring more than one kli. Our concern is, is that you will carry more kalim from Rishas Harabim. Okay, however, we had a couple of Aterim, which is that if you invite guests to come and partake, then you can bring another kli for them to give them some wine and then keep the leftovers. And the Tanakama said, however, you should not be Ma'arimen, right? Number one, we said you can't... Uh, Bring the second kli and then invite the guests, okay? Number two, we said, ain't marimen, that you can't invite people you know who aren't going to drink just to save extra wine. And if you see held, you can. And we tried to say that's machaikis, that's telling machaikis of Isis benai. And then we said, no, not necessarily that either Shita and Isis benai could be going with my, could be going with only marimen there and not here because it's Harbal Chaim, or only here and not there because there you can, you can save the animal another way by feeding it in the pit. Okay, and then we said that, by the way, when it comes to saving, you also, a little bit of cheating over here, that you can't save white bread and say that you really wanted bad bread, right? But you can save the bran bread and say, you know what, I really wanted white bread, okay? And also we said you can save from Yom Kippur to Shabbos, and, um, but not from Shabbos to Yom Kippur, because you're not going to eat anyways. Matzah Yom Kippur, when you need food, you'll go and get more. And we said, ain't Sarah Leimer, that uh, uh, you can save from Shabbos to Yontif, but Kalvachimer, that you may not save from Shabbos to Shabbos because, you, again, during, you have six days in between to go buy more bread. We said that, uh, and then we said if you, if you forgot bread in the oven, you can save enough for three sudas and you can tell your friends to go save. However, we should try to, at whatever shino you can take, you should take, and therefore don't use a professional bread remover, just use a knife to get it out. And then we brought the sugya of that you should use two for lechem. Oh, number one, uh, for you should get up early to go shop for Shabbos. And number two, that you should um, use two kikaras to make hamaytzi. We said that uh, oh, there was an Amira who 
who brought two because of luck two, and then he only cut one. And then we had a, another Amar who cut a big piece, even though normally it would be a problem of being a glutton. Here, um, it wouldn't be a problem because he normally doesn't do it. So it's shown that it's for Kavit Shabbos, that it's, he's being Mach of the Suda of Shabbos. And then we had the other uh, Amarah who would only, who would be Machbid, that if they had an opportunity to make a bracha on the bread that came from an Erev, that uh, they would use that for Suda Shabbos because since there was a mitzvah done on it, um, make a bracha. Since it was already used for an Erev, it was done for a mitzvah, so go ahead and um, uh, make a bracha on it.